Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 392. 391. No. 392? 392. Last one was 391. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, not I think it's that. a 395 cell. <laughs> uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Were you here last episode? Barely. Yeah. <laughs> it was delightful. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, here we are. Here we are. That's the uh, the twentieth one, nineteenth one. I get. Um, I can't keep, can't keep it's, track. It's it might be the twentieth, which is nuts. Marvel Studio ten O's ten. Ten. Yeah. Like I do. Like it's. I forgot they did that. I thought that was just going to be an Avengers thing. Yeah. And they did it again with this one. I was like, man, I same, cannot believe. Same year. Yeah. 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 This is nuts. It's a sweet logo. I do like how it perfectly the yeah the ten <laughs> yeah. is the I and the O. It's, yeah, that was good stuff. It's it, it's insane to me. That in ten years we've had twenty movies, none of them bad. None of them bad. Yeah, I mean, some of them not as good as others. Sure, but none. Of, you can't even get a comic book run for ten years where you. No. None of them are bad. What yeah. franchise has ever put out? Tw- I mean, it, first of all, it doesn't exist. Yeah. No, that's the answer. James but Bond is the only one that's even close, and that's not. And in that's 10 over years. a fifty-year period. That's fifty years with a lot of bad ones. Right. It's like tw- the worst Marvel movie. I would watch Thor: The Dark World before I'd watch Suicide Squad any day of the week. Hands down. Yeah. That's not even. That's not even. Right? A point. I mean, the only reason I would watch Suicide Squad is if we were doing like an MST3K <laughs> riff over yes. Suicide Squad. That's the only way I would ever watch that movie again. Yeah. That it's it, like that's a, like. Even even the horror slasher franchise haven't done this. Yeah, you know, like Halloween started in seventy eight. There's and I mean, and there's only ten of the eleven of them. Same Friday the Thirteenth. There's a plethora of them, but they started in nineteen eighty one. Yeah, like this is ten years, twenty movies made over what three billion dollars last week. Last week, I, right in yeah. one movie. Yeah, I, was I mean, say Avengers that. and Black Panther is three billion dollars, right? Yeah. So, like, well, I, I I wonder, okay, fifteen billion, sure, maybe somewhere maybe twenty more, billion yeah. dollars. I would, I mean, yeah, I would, not each one made a billion dollars. Right. I would just automatically say each MCU movie, I mean, average. Let's just say 
a billion, which is a little high. So I would say 15 to 20. I, I guarantee. Yeah. Like, and this yeah. is insane. Cause you get some that make two, you're right. You get right. some that make seven. Right. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's all, it's all over the place. Yeah. But every entry into this and everything ties together, whether even it, it you can get, especially Ant-Man where you can get and guardians where they're not exactly tied into everything. Guardians was on its own for a lot for two movies. Right. And then it came. Well, Guardians was on its own for a movie, and then it came together the second one. Ant Man was the same way; it didn't really tie into anything uh, in the first one. But that—that's how I comic books work. It's exactly how comic that's books work. That's what I, I say all the time to people: like, if you want to know why adults read comic books, it's because it's because the movies that you're that you love, even though you think comic books are for kids, this is what they're like, and and they're giant soap operas, and they interact and. And you know the you get a special issue where Spider Man shows up, right? Yeah, and, and like, and they're telling different types of stories. Like, not everything is just even though they're all like superheroes, right? You know, but they're not all. A Spider Man story is not the same as a Hulk story, right? Yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, out of nineteen movies, not including they don't even have Ant Man on here yet. Sixteen point eight billion worldwide. That's so right, insane. Right on the money. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Which is great. An average of eight hundred and eighty nine million each. That's wow. their average. Yeah. And then DC is like what? Maybe oh, a I don't know. Uh, maybe a billion out of their f- five. No, four. they've made more than that, but I mean oh. their average is probably four hundred or something. Yeah, that's probably true. Now. Yeah, what they're four movies in? Yeah, I don't even you know. They're not even. I, they need a Feige. They need someone that. I mean, he's a mastermind to put this together and have a plan. And he said, "We're going to start out, you know, after Iron Man. We're going to and and I mean, from that very first one, we're going to map this thing out and do this. Like we said, no one else has done it. Nope. No one's done it as well. That's tried. I mean, they if if they want a, a successful and everybody has tried. Like everybody has tried to copy yeah. this this formula and nobody can get it right. Yeah, it's and, like the Super Soldier Serum. <laughs> They can't figure it <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. Nobody has the patience. That's that's yeah. also it. It's just like yeah, Marvel. They want to. They want to be where where it took Marvel ten years to get to here, and they want to be there next year. Right. And you can't. You they can't. Were, what do they, they say? It's f- not a sprint. It's a. Marathon. It's a marathon. A marathon. Yeah. Yeah. And they were forced to be creative. We've said that a billion times. Yeah. Is that they didn't have their top tier characters? They were forced to make. Not make new characters, but make lower level characters top top tier tier characters. They had to elevate those characters. Yep, and they did. So I I went back and watched a video on the money balled it. They did Mm -hmm. uh, honestly. That's exactly what they did. They did. And I went back and watched a video on the first movie, Iron Man, and like most of that movie was improv by Robert Downey Jr. Makes sense. Like that guy, you know, with John Favreau's direction and and vision, but Robert Downey Jr. doing Robert Downey Jr. I always say that they hire those directors. Uh, to because they had worked in other genres they liked, and I think they hire Jean Favreau because of Swingers, Swingers, sure, mm-hmm. and that or that, made, yeah, like that those, and that, that's what that movie is. Iron Man is a Swingers yeah. as superheroes. You could, it, we'll say ten, well, two thousand nineteen ninety seven. It's Vince Vaughn, yeah, in, mm-hmm. in this movie, like yeah. that's exactly who it is. But like, like I've said, the thing about a comic book is like you've got different artists and writers on each book. And then you have, we'll say a Bendis and a superstar artist on your tie-ins. And that's what these movies are is you've got all these movies have a different look, a different feel. And then when you get to the Avengers stuff, they have the Avengers movies have a feel. So like you've got, everything is different until you get to those big ones. And they're like, okay, this feels 
right? Like an Avengers. Yeah, you get movie. Joss Whedon, or you get the the Russos, who are the new. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, you ain't getting Joss Whedon anymore, brother. Oh, that's <laughs> for sure. but I mean, the Russos. God, whoever made the decision. I mean, I don't know if it was Feige's final say, but whoever said, "Okay, we're well, going to take." So, it was um, Soderbergh. Soderbergh well, I know, is the one but, that brought him in. Well, that's fine, but I'm saying whoever actually said we're going to actually let these yeah, guys yeah. direct a movie. Let's give the like, guys from Me, You, and Dupree a shot, <laughs> right? That's I mean, <laughs> to put, give them a bite at that apple. Yeah. I mean, to put them on Cap because they 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 obviously loved comics, they knew the characters. To give them a chance, and now they are the masterminds behind yep. these movies. Yeah, uh, that's just incredible. But again, that's the vision of Feige. I agree, and uh, it's not. And DC is in this weird state. We're just like we're firing people where you know they're Diane no is it Diane Nelson well let's talk about this movie well, I'm just saying like DC. they they don't yeah. like they're they don't know what like they're like a fledgling baseball team they're just like fire sale we don't know what we're doing yeah. just get yeah. managers gone players I don't yeah. know what we're doing where this one just like eh, they're the Yankees we got it it's no big deal so this one uh picks up basically almost immediately after Civil War so this is not before or this is not after Infinity War. This is it's kind of doing its own thing in set in San Francisco. Um, we find out that Scott and Hawkeye both cut deals, uh, so Scott is on house arrest, which is great. Uh, and I Hawkeye, think it's been two or three years because wasn't that his sentence? Yeah, yeah, I think it's been two. Okay, is what okay. so it's not quite immediately after because it all lines up with Infinity War right, as we right, find right, out. Right. But yeah, so he's on house arrest. Uh, Barton Clint is is gone. He's doing the family thing, I guess. We'll see him back in Infinity War Part 2, I assume, unless he got poofed, but I don't yeah. think that's the case. <laughs> what about the Oof. first scene? So they do a pre credit scene, just like uh, with uh, Black Panther. They started off before they get to the right. Marvel logo, right. and it's another one of these de-aging. So both Ant-Man movies have started with de-aging they scenes, have. which I will say are the best in the biz. I got to tell you, when I saw Michelle Pfeiffer, I was like, yeah, even like this Michelle Pfeiffer... And then the Michelle Pfeiffer we see later, she is the mo- one of the most stunningly beautiful women in Hollywood, hands down. But I mean, that Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> yeah. in that de-aging technology, they look like they yeah. looked when you watched them 30 years ago. Yep. Like, it is incredible. Every, like, every single movie that tries to do this now, and I know there's a lot of the same effects companies on them, but for some reason, these Ant-Man movies... Whatever they're doing, I mean, it is photorealistic. It loses that uncanny valley. If there's any, it's like a one percent that's right. like a little weird. But maybe it's because your brain just knows. I, you know, I yeah. don't know what it is, but uh, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. So they, this is where we get the. Uh, we know that um, the Wasp, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, uh, had to shrink down to the subatomic level to get into this missile that had been shot off and that she got lost in the microverse. So this is Janet Van Dyne. Janet Van, the original wasp. Um, so this is them leaving on that mission. Uh, and we get to see the mission where she shrinks down and she goes inside the, the missile and it, and it crashes. And then uh, Hank has to come back and tell hope um, Evangeline Lily's character as a little girl that mom didn't make it. Uh, and then we flash forward and the de aging stuff on Evangeline Lilly, fantastic, yeah, right? Was just amazing. Yeah, it was. They Benjamin she looked it. like a seven year old girl. It was so good. Can we just say also though? Like, I mean, obviously, I know it's not all about looks or whatever, but has she aged? She looks like she didn't lost. <laughs> like Evangeline Lilly, it's amazing. Yeah. The lost was what? Is she pregnant in this? Is she pregnant while filming this? I didn't. There is a lot of scenes 
of her and like that oh, black in front of a it, well like, like she's got like her arms in front of her she's wearing like a black uh shirt with like a trench coat there's oh, a, i didn't know there's a lot of scenes of her co- of them covering up her belly you know what like especially in the beginning going yeah. into that bank or that restaurant whatever that place was that they were at it with the coat i something seemed off to me where i was like there's she's, a, she's really cool like but it looks like there's more going yeah, on i felt yeah. like they were trying to cover okay. up without having to like you do the yeah the uh gal gadot thing where they're just like we're just gonna cut your green screen green screen your belly out that's That's what we're gonna do yeah um but yeah so they now we cut to scott and cassie i I loved this i loved the the ways he's finding ways to entertain himself for three years on house arrest close-up magic from the internet so good (laughs) like like he was doing the tricks it was hilarious like all the different things that he was doing like barfing the cards out when she (laughs) left and switching them and with the agent he great it's the the relationship between scott and cassie is pitch perfect isn't that great like she loves her dad so much he's a her dad's a superhero i Cassie's future is bleak going forward in the comics. Okay. She she dies. Oh wow. Um I don't know what I have a feeling they're I don't think they're gonna do that in the MCU. She becomes yeah. Stature, who is basically she has the powers of Ant Man. Okay. Um what, can wear a suit? Yeah, like she well, she like inherits the suit because okay. Scott Lang dies. Gotcha. But comes back. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I love this and I also love that there's a good family relationship between the mom and her hu- new husband yeah like i really like they don't spend every movie hating scott well like, they right. do like they they've they they heal each other they, like they heal that relationship at the end of the first right, right. i, I and love it's stuck like so many times in sequels yeah. it's like oh we have to revert everything back to how it was so we because we, we need a conflict yeah. and, right. and i like that they that they yeah, didn't it was do that. so nice that they just get along and they all love each other like it just loses that that animosity that doesn't need to be in this movie. Right. And so I really, I really like that. I like their relationship. Well, they're able to transfer that animosity to Scott, Hank and hope. Yeah. Like that animosity is still there. That's for sure. And which is good. Like, I think the idea that, um, they're both pissed that Scott got caught in Germany. Right. Stole the suit. Yeah. Had the stolen suit. And then, you know, they put, I do feel put hope and Hank on the, on the run. They kidnapped Scott. Kind of, yeah. No, I mean, they knocked him oh, out. They, yeah, that's He true. wakes up in a van. Like, like that's I really thought, not I his... picture it as, like, he was, like, pe- just sleeping. No, I they kidnapped him. Yeah, I think they even says him. it. And so I do feel bad for him. The well, yeah, because didn't they drug him? Like, he's eating something, and yeah. then he passes out. I'm, he makes a goofy face, and he passes out. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I, I mean, think, they... I, I don't think he just shows up. They kidnap... He wait, Like, he's passed out in a van, and he's like, where am I? Like, they totally kidnap him. That's probably true, but Which, I don't think you ever... They do that in this. Oh, I thought that's what we were talking about. Oh no! In in Civil War, no, I was. I thought they kidnap him. They, they do in this. They, they do in this. this. But in yes. Civil War, he wakes up in the van like they, and he oh, even says in this like one, like Sam they, opens the van door. He's like, Here he's he like, is. oh, what? Like yeah. they kidnap him, and so I feel bad that he gets his sentence. Like he gets on house arrest for right. all this for showing up in Germany. But I feel like he kind <laughs> of was forced to. Like they just needed him for the. <laughs> right. you know. So anyway, I just, I do love that he was just like when he calls him Cap and. Yeah. And yeah, hope uh, eventually Lily's like cap. He's like ten, ten America. America. Yeah. We're not, we're friends. We're not friends. I mean, I know him. I mean, like I have his number. Yeah, I can call him. I really it's like funny Paul. I end up having conversations like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Peter Tork is he a friend? I mean, I, I don't like if he thinks I'm a friend. I don't want to tell him no. <laughs> right. But like, I feel presumptuous. But I have his number. I could call. Yeah, him. yeah. But I, I think humble brag. 
No, I'm just saying like, it was just funny because it was like I like I've been in that situation where I'm yeah. like, what do I? I do I love say? that she's like, what does she say? Where he he messes up and he was like, just be glad you didn't do that in front of your boyfriend. Cap. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's so good. good. Um, but I also like that we can rebuild. We can go back to the well with the the Hope Scott relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's damaged, like in the very beginning. But you can tell almost from Jump Street that they are still both definitely into each other. Yeah. But she's just super pissed. Yeah. You know? I guess she's mad because he went to Germany. She feels like he didn't tell he her. He didn't tell her. When obviously he didn't really have a choice. But what he, he even says, he was like, I was protecting you. Like, yeah. I didn't want you to get in trouble. Yeah. You know, I didn't want and she and didn't Hank. have a suit at that time. Uh, right? Yes. Because she gets the suit at the end of the first Ant-Man. Yeah. So she has the suit. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that's that's one of the post credit sequence of the first Ant Man. Oh, okay. So is, then maybe that is okay. The, he, uh, so Hank she's basically like, you didn't include me, and I could have right. came. And she's like, you're my partner. And, okay, like, we're partners. But would she have been ready for something like Probably that? Probably not. Well, well she I trained guess, him. So she trained him. Okay, that's fair. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get that. So that that makes sense for the animosity there that 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 he didn't invite her or whatnot. But but yeah, so he's in the last three days of his sentence, which I'm just like, oh, I felt so bad for her because he's here. He really has been there for three years minus three days. And you know, obviously that they're going to pull him out of it. And you know, it's really funny the way they do it, but I'm just like, damn it. This guy can't catch a break. It's almost Superman esque where he has to keep switching places with not Anton. Yeah. Like where he has to run he has to get back to the apartment, switch places with the giant ant. Yeah. So that when the feds run in to try to catch him, he's there, but they see Ant Man on TV. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And I was like, That's that's fun. Really fun. I mean that's it's Ferris fun. Bueller too. Yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah, right, right. It's really right. fun. Right. That end, yeah, he's running like it's kind <laughs> yeah. of yeah. Uh yeah, so um he's on house arrest, so he he builds like this big uh ant tunnel basically for him and Cassie. They're doing this whole little thing. Uh, world's greatest grandpa or grandma is the, the treasure at the end. Um, and we were reintroduced to uh, the three dudes from the first movie. Mm-hmm. It's Michael Pena, uh, T.I., and the guy from Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever that guy was. Creepy guy. police not, officer from the Dark Knight. N- not the Joker yeah. from Batman. I mean, uh, he's he's great. He's in, uh, he's in the, what's the office one that James Gunn wrote? Oh, Belko experiment. He, yeah, he's with Rooker. He's the yes. uh, maintenance guy with Rooker in the Belko experiment. He's in a lot of stuff. I mean, he's buddies with James Gunn. He's in a lot of that stuff. I think he was in, um, was it Blade Runner? He's in, He's in, you know him. He's a character actor. Yeah, oh, yeah, stuff. for sure. And uh, He plays the, a Russian guy in this movie. Yes. Yeah. They're starting, they've started a security company, and who better to be the head of the security company than a guy who could steal just about anything? Um, and I do like that Michael Pena is just owning everything. Yeah, like he's just doing the same thing. David, good luck, good luck saying that last name. David Dasmalkian. All right, sure. If you say so. We'll go with that. Um, but there's like a proposal that they have for this company. And did you catch the name of the company? No, XCon. XCon. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I thought you, it's for their company. Yeah, yes. XCon. Yes, yes, yes I yes, love I that. Yeah. So good. Uh, and they like so they they have a proposal in like two days, and Pena it does is not prepared for it and scott's just like look man you got this yeah. like, you're gonna be he can't fine. go make any of the pitches like obviously scott would be the guy because he's charismatic and he's you know he's good at talking stuff up but he can't so pena has to do it and he's just like right fl- flustered about right it, yeah. um so we find out that scott since he went into the quantum realm uh has been having flashes of janet in the realm 
Um, and even sees himself sees, as her in the mirror. Right, 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 right. And a young Evangeline Lilly, a young Hope, uh, you know, so, and, and that's, uh, he calls Hope and Hank and Hank yeah. and, and tells them about this dream. Uh, and then that's when they're like, that coincidentally happened at the same time. What, what happened? They were doing something with the new, uh, the new blueprints for this. What is this quantum? It's Everything's like, it's a quantum, like, it's like a quantum tunnel. Yeah, basically. And so he calls and says that at the same time that they are trying to build this quantum tunnel to right. go rescue Janet. And so they know that there's something to this more than a dream. Correct. So they kidnap Scott and neither one of them are happy to see Scott, but they know that he is the possibly the key to get Janet out of the quantum realm. Um, so, you know, s- s- Ant-Man is trying to just be like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't have a choice. Like, of the su- did you destroy the suit? Of course I destroyed the suit. Like, I, I wouldn't keep that from you. I like the way they play this when these, when uh, when Michael Douglas is like, did you destroy the suit? And he's like, yes. And then he's, he's like, that was my life's work. Yeah. And then he's like, well, of course I destroyed it because it was your, it was your, no, I at the end and later on. Well, he goes like, he goes, you didn't destroy the suit. He's like, well, well no, your it's life's your life's work. work. Right? He's like, I wasn't going to destroy yeah. the suit. The jokes. I mean, I really love it when they pay off down the road like that. They yeah. do that very well. They do. Uh, so they've got this whole setup and they, they're missing this one part. And I, it, it looks like that uh, Hope has been doing some dealings with uh walton goggins character who i think this character could have been taken this is the only thing i said i could say is like this didn't need to this could have been hawkeye you know like it didn't have to be walt like this this i don't know like i feel like there was so many villain stuff though but he would have access to shield stuff yeah i mean i think this movie doesn't really have a bad guy so i think they were trying to ghost is a bad guy well, that's kind of. I mean, that's your opinion, but she's trying to self-preservation. She's the one that that's beats a, up our heroes. She's, but she's I not think. a villain. Like you, her, she has motives right. to try to save herself. I get that she does some things that are maybe we don't agree with. But my point is, there's no big bad villain, right? And so I think they made the smarmy like mobster type character because there's they, no yellow jacket in this one. Yeah, right. they, yeah, exactly. They needed. They want some kind of a villain placeholder, right? And so I think that's what Walton Goggins fills. Uh, I I uh, I really like how this movie is also kind of self-referential. Like it knows what it's doing and doesn't take itself too seriously. Where like a lot of things that I question in the movie, like in the dialogue, then Paul Rudd would like reference. So like for instance, he's like, "Is everything called quantum something?" <laughs> right. They kept referencing all the technology. There's a quantum tunnel and a quantum realm and a quantum this and that. And he says it when I'm thinking the same thing. Like I love that they do that kind of thing where they comment on yeah. the actual. It's a very movie. breezy movie. Yeah, it is a very like that's the and I think that needed to happen. Yeah, I agree. Oh, like th- that's another example is when they when after they kidnap him, they talk to him about the dream where he sees Janet. Right. And they say, was was there a uh, what was there a wardrobe? And he goes, no, there was like a big Brown dresser thing. Yeah. tribe thing. Like that's a wardrobe. <laughs> I do love that where she's like, but she says that she's like. Yeah, that's a wardrobe. Yeah, but she goes, but she goes, that is where I used to hide every time we play hide and seek. And in my head, I go do you know how to play hide and seek? Like you probably shouldn't choose the same thing. Right, yeah. And then Paul Rudd goes, I don't think you understand <laughs> the point of the game. Works, like, yeah. I mean, every time I questioned the writing, they had an answer as opposed to usually we'd be like, that's bad writing yeah. and people just let it go. So it, it's, it's great. It's a very quick witted movie. Yeah. Like it's on the level of Spider-Man. It's with, smart. It's yeah. a smart movie. It's goofy, but it's also very smart. Yes. The way it's crafted. So they decide that like they need to get into Scott's head and figure out like the the coordinates to 
where Janet is going, where Janet is in in the quantum realm. But first, they steal that part. But they have to get the part. So they're in the van, uh, and this is this is good stuff. Um, we get the we get to see the wasp in action for the first time, yeah. and of course, she immediately kicks ass. This this twentieth movie is the first time a female character's ever been in the title. Oh, you're right. So. Number 20, and we finally have Ant-Man and the Wasp. And so, the Wasp, yeah. So it's, I mean, it definitely is a, a nice, I mean, historical she marker. She second billing. Right. She yeah. did, but they're, they're working on it. Yeah. And we got Captain yeah. Marvel coming Captain out. Mar- uh, possibly a Black Widow movie. Feige says the next phase is going to be a majority of female characters. Yeah. So. I wouldn't mind seeing a Jessica Drew. Valkyrie, Wasp, uh, I think Captain as you Marvel. move forward, She-Hulk, in time you're going to see fewer and fewer male action heroes. Yeah. Probably. Because it's, from a box office standpoint, it's women don't like to go see action movies. Men will. Men will go see an action movie with a female yeah. hero before women will go see a, an action movie. Yeah. With, with a male hero. With male hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, it makes I mean, sense. And, and so this is a way. I mean, you've, you've kind of saw it. And you're training it. They've they've inadvertently, I think, trained a whole generation to be accepting of that because you know, when you look at things like Hunger Games uh-huh. or Divergent, they've been doing that. I mean, you know, if Hunger Games had come out thirty years ago, that would have been about a boy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, absolutely. You're right. Sure. You're right. It's definitely the time we're living in. But so she gets actually gets billed in the title of the movie, at least. And we see her kick ass. She's awesome here. Uh, yes, she is great. Like yeah. I like her a lot. Like she is relatable. Evangeline. She's personal. Yeah. 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 Um, I used to. I mean, Kate and Lost was great. I used to really like Kate. Cool. I never watched Lost. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the character of Kate. Did you like Evangeline Lilly and Lost. Yeah, I mean there yeah. were times when the character irritated me, but yeah. not because of her. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's always good though. I think, and and I mean I thought the action stuff was well directed. Obviously, it's not her right. doing the martial arts sure. for a majority of the time, and you know that's the benefit of a assuming, character that has a a helmet though on yeah. top of just like whenever someone gets on a motorcycle, yeah. you're always safe with that with a helmet <laughs> on. Um, but but Unless you're looked, Tom Cruise. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, he does does whatever. Right. Well, they're like, you know what? You put the money up and you can do whatever you want. Okay, okay, you got it, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, it's good. The action I think is filmed really well in this movie. Yeah, it's it, the action is very well done for us. I mean, uh, I would say it's probably a smaller budget than yeah. like they don't they don't do. I thought the 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 last ch- uh, like chase sequence is really well done. Mm-hmm. It's hard to film in San Francisco. Yeah, like it's you know it's yeah the not, budget on this is like a hundred and sixty two million dollars. I feel like is lower than for marvel i think yeah. that's yeah way low yeah. that's the catering budget that's an indie. on infinity war <laughs> that's an indie well i mean literally infinity war had a 500 million dollar right budget yeah. per film it had a billion dollar budget for yeah both, yeah so. they're just like yeah. yeah we just made that back in one movie it's oh yeah good. absolutely right but uh yeah it looks really good and uh this scene and also we have uh you know a female hero you know it's just her or at least the beginning by herself and then a female quote-unquote villain, villain yeah ghosts. fighting it's just you know so you've that's something different with just do we main, see her in this is this yeah because she comes here? to steal the part like that's there's this right, great right. scene where they're you know basically walton goggins doesn't want to sell her the part he wants he wants in on the technology right. to sell it off to the highest bidder or whatnot he refuses her and then she does it the hard way and kicks all their asses around he this restaurant the and then at the very end you see ghosts show up and she steals it or attempts. Does she no she takes the didn't she take the lab 
I think in the end, yeah, she goes out to the car and gets it, but she's attempting to steal that part, right. and then she can't, but we go out to the vehicle after the big action scene, and... That's right, that's right. And she steals and the... And then, yeah, she gets the lab, and then... Is this where we get Scott? Like, the suit doesn't work? Yeah, so basically, once he finds out that Wasp is in trouble in there, he's like, I gotta get in there, but I don't have a suit, and then Hank has a prototype <laughs> yeah. that he's working on rebuilding the Ant-Man suit, and I think, first of all, this movie both the movies but this one in particular is so clever with the way they use the shrinking and the growing yeah this like one there, is, yeah there are endless possibilities when it comes to what they can do that we've never seen before i mean shrinking buildings shrinking suits shrinking people cars, cars things within the, sh- the things that the are only shrunk. problem i have with the shrinking of the building is like how does the plumbing oh, sure. electricity work? absolutely i asked the same i was but, just like but yep. how would you what happens how do they have powers though too yeah. i mean in these movies i think the same things but then i'm like but it's a comic book movie right. so you kind of how, how would things not slide around when they're fighting like none of it makes sense but it's clever that the way that like things are shrunk within other things and then they get shrunk again right. so it's just it's really fun and especially the fighting so talk about like wasp the way that they block punches much like in the first movie but when someone's about to punch instead of she moving drops. out of the way they shrink right and they grow and sneak up on them and so they do that throughout the movie with objects giant pez dispensers that they throw at people that is salt shakers salt shakers yeah. Yeah. in the kitchen when she's fighting she shrinks and walks and runs on a knife like almost a quicksilver type scene you know where they kind of slow it down she's walking on a knife and then kicks him when she grows right she's kind of girl likes to live on the edge yeah on the yeah you're right. And knife. Endless knife. possibilities. Yeah. So I really think this series is neat because it can do things that we've never seen before. Yeah. We, you know, when you see superheroes fight in movies, they all kind of blend together. It's right. cool, but super like we've punch, seen it. super kick. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, when I was reviewing on the radio, that the 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 guy he doesn't go to comic book movies, and he's like. The, uh, they're dumb you know and he's just like well you're an ant how do you fight how is that a superpower and I'm, you know i'm trying to explain, explain like, yeah like, you know like you, you know yeah they can live like 10 times their body weight right and, yeah it's uh have you ever heard of a little character called spider-man yes yeah. proportional strength a, a, a portion of a spider <laughs> uh should rest in peace steve ditko yeah that's a big big loss yeah. there um yeah so they you know they i think they get away with the part they get back to the lab Right. Well, if she stole it, they couldn't have. So we might. So be... we have to go get Ghost. See, I don't like. I'm. I. I get. I get lost at the school. Like I keep going back to when they when he shrinks and he can't. Like he has that's, to dress up like a kid in school. This is hilarious. They go. They go into the school. Okay. Uh, that's the suit. So. So right. he says. Well, I didn't destroy the suit. It was your life's work, and they put it inside. He put it inside that's of right, the world's right. greatest grandma yes, trophy. Yes, yes, that's right. Which the daughter has taken, taken after their play date that's to right. school. So you get that scene where they go to the lost and found bin or whatever, and he puts on an old hoodie, <laughs> yeah. and then he he's shrunk to like not microscopic, but like a very small, yes. smaller than a small child, like a, size. like a preschool. And child the size. visuals are just hilarious yeah. the the sleeves are hanging over he's jumping up to get a door like i do like the teacher where he's just like hey where's your hall pass oh i don't have it i love it and he's like yeah uh. whatever <laughs> stop uh. Uh, okay so yes yeah, so they go in they get they get the the second suit and then this is where they're in the closet and like they're trying to get the thing to work and of course he grows to the size of the closet he's too big for the closet um this is where we also get that scene where she's just like why didn't you tell me? Like, why didn't you just take me with you? And he was just like, I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to hurt you. Like, I didn't want you to get caught up in all of this stuff. And uh, she's still like, she. You could tell that she kind of understands where he's coming from, but she's still pissed about it. Yeah. Um. And then they they get it to where he shrinks back down to like baby size, I guess. Yeah. And they get out of there. So they have to find. They're the building. using. They're using the old Ant Man suit, like the 
the the trigger to track. Yeah, the reason they need his old suit. So Hank, you know, they find him knocked out, and the building is gone, the lab is gone, and they say, well, the only way I could track it was they was with the old suit, and that's destroyed. Right. And so the, the old suit has like something in the. Well, it's in just the, the technology, right, whatever. Right, yeah. Right. And so that's what they have to get. Oh, I just thought they needed the old suit because fashion is cyclical. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how right. bell well, bottoms are back. Right. And we need the Jinx old suit. Jinkos are back. Yeah. yeah. So when they finally get it, then they can hone into where Ghost has taken and stolen right. the building. But we also see that Ghost is phasing even without the suit. So She's struggling. At first you're like, okay, does the suit give her powers? What's up? But she gets out of the suit and she is literally ghosting. She's she's turning translucent, you know, without it. And she goes she into, a into like a chamber. So to... if you swiped right on Tinder, this is why she hasn't called you back. She goes yeah. She goes to you. Yeah, she goes to yeah. you. That's Can't how that works. Me. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so we find out that she is she's struggling to keep herself together so she has to like go into this chamber and um i guess just recharge her batteries basically uh you just like stabilized her like, yeah that basic- was a period of time it was almost like an iron lung yeah like yeah, she, that's exactly know, it. Like she the, she was okay when she was in there right but it, even that seemed like it was starting to not work. not work yeah um so now that uh scott has a suit and hope Van- hope has her suit they they track in they lock in on where she is and they go and they're just like all right look we need to be super stealthy about this because we don't know what she can do she's she kicked our ass once so they kind of go in and they have a, a a good fight inside this very small warehouse uh and they get the they get the lab back and they take off but now ghost is stuck like she doesn't have the she doesn't have the part she doesn't have the lab she's kind of just like stuck in this uh constant phasing state um and then so scott and hope and hank go to like work on the quantum realm tunnel thing we should also mention that we've already been introduced to Lawrence fishburne he's the one he well, i think doesn't it doesn't work right and then they go see larry well fishburne. no that's how they found out about the old suit that's is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. That's and how they learn because he comes up with the idea. So Lawrence Fishburne plays uh, the character that used to work with Hank Pym. Right. And they had a falling out. So there's a very contentious relationship. But, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot at stake here. And he ends up saying, well, the only way to track it is you need to whatever was in the old technology. So he gave him that idea. But you're still. But why co- does he. Why, so that's the. That was my question is like if he. Okay. Here you go. If he's helping Ghost. Why, if, if Lawrence Fishburne is helping Ghost, why would he give them the idea to take the thing away that would help her? It's a good question. The only thing I could think of is that he's he has been helping her, but he also is sympathizing like with him because of Janet. Want to get Janet? Yeah, yeah. and so true. I think I think it's reluctant, but but I agree there is a little bit of a question there. Right. That's the only thing I think of is he had kind of a change of heart where he doesn't really well, he want to does. help. Like, Hank, he's but just like, he, like I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah, like, we were gonna. Yeah, I will say he also plays a character called Goliath. Yeah. Uh, who is also murdered in the comics by a, a clone of Thor in okay. the in Civil War? Like mm-hmm. in the in the Civil War comic, he's murdered by uh, a, a clone of Thor. Yeah. Um. So they go and they they're getting the um the quantum teleporter thing. Is they're trying to get it up and running. They get it running for a second and then it shuts down. Uh, and then they're just like you to to Scott they're like just think like do whatever you did and he was just like i don't i i I got nothing like i don't have anything and then he snaps like he stops and he kind of comes back and he jumps on the computer and he's like you know he's ticking away at it and people are 
uh, Hope and Hank are just like, what are you doing? He's like, I have it. And his like his inflections have changed and the way he's he's talking has changed and the way he's moving has changed. And then all of a sudden you realize Janet has taken over uh, Scott's body. He does a good job, but this is it's still weird. It's, it's super just, weird. It's, it's super awkward, like <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. He I does like, a good job like of they're trying holding to hands the, the cadence and, yeah. of Michelle Pfeiffer, but I couldn't help I, but to like... I, I wonder when they do things like this, like if that's just Paul Rudd's interpretation of her. That's or, what I thought it was. Or if she says the lines... And he and, and then he's just trying to copy, and it. then he mimics her almost yeah. like ADR. Yeah, like he's gonna, you know, lie, like you were watching him kind of loop her dialogue. I would bet I that you. he was impersonating what she does because it was very good. Yeah, I, I believed it. It was very. I could when he said the lines and the body language, I could sense Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, that's why I'm saying. Like, I wonder if yeah. like she per- performs it for him to right. watch. I think so because and it's then so he good. does yeah. it. Back. That's probably true. I agree. You know? But it was good. it was super awkward. Like I didn't like it. I'm like, <laughs> I thought it was this. funny. It's, I liked it. Like it was it was it was that funny awkward. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, but yeah. it's also like uh, move forward. It's so it's weird. Also, with I, I think part of the like what you're picking up on, Kevin, is that like he, he wasn't over the top with it either. Yeah, yeah like no. he wasn't really hamming it up. Like no. it was. Well, I think it was like she was under a time crunch. Yeah, and we have to get this done, or else she's gonna because the deal is you have like five hours or yeah. something and then her location is going to disappear but it's been paul rudd as an actor could have played that yeah. very broad very femme and, and just really yeah. like isn't it funny i'm acting like a, this you know and <laughs> it's a serious moment he's he, doing it completely seriously and, yeah and he he doesn't yeah like, there is a pretty emotional i mean evangeline lily is one of those uh actresses that you don't see very often anymore um she i she was fun in real was it real steel yeah that's such a good movie. That was such a great movie. Super I wish underrated. it wasn't $20 to buy on digital Which because I want to own it, but it's just it's so one, much those fun. Those Disney movies, they just... Is that a Disney movie? Yeah, it's, it's Buena Vista or whatever. It's oh, right. it's a Disney movie, and so they, they sell them like anytime you want to buy them on, on digital, they're 20 bucks. They just don't put those things on hmm. sale. Hmm. Interesting. So it's like, I want to get real steel, but I might have to just buy the Blu-ray on That's sale. Right. It's so good. Yeah. But yeah, like she has a really emotional beat where like Paul Rudd, I mean, granted it's Paul Rudd looking at her, but it's her mother right and she, you know she's she calls her by a name and that only she, the mom would know Is that cupcake Janet, jelly bean jelly, jelly bean, bean. Yeah. and like touches the like and doesn't touch her face like a boyfriend would touch a girlfriend's right. face it's like the back of her he, hand he, this is how than, you get friend zoned like, you gotta be <laughs> right? yeah. it's super dangerous yeah yeah you ever get the you're like a brother speech the only thing worse is you're like a mother you're speech. like a mother yeah like, you're yeah, like a that's... mother to me mother mother uh so they she she realizes that Hank and Hope were off by like, you know, whatever the scientific measurement is. And she just makes one little click and bam, they find her location. Um, and then like Paul Rudd snaps out of it and he's holding Hank Pym's hand. He was like, nope, I got nothing. How did I get up here? And why am I holding your hand? Like, it was, <laughs> I, I liked that a lot. Is this where Walton Goggins do they get? Or does Ghost show up? So we, yeah, we find out Ghost crashes the party because she's right. she's trying. We find out that she has like two or three weeks to live. She's so unstable, right? Uh, and so she that's why she's still in the lab. So again, it was she's like not days. Like it was like days to live. 
uh, I don't know about that, but it's it's a very short amount of time, and that's why we find out she's not a traditional villain. She's trying to do it because she is going to waste away to nothing. Uh, her dad also worked with Hank Pym. He was involved in an experiment that exploded, and he was killed. And because of the experiment, she was given these, right. I won't say powers, but whatever, this, the abilities. this sickness, this disability. It's a disability, yeah, really. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, a, a super well, disability. Well, I think that it's an ability at first because... She's recruited by S.H.I.E.L.D., and she basically is the Winter Soldier for the U.S. government, like where they they send her on assassination missions and stuff like that, and then it starts getting worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so, uh, she, Larry Fishburne finds her, and, like, when, so Fishburne worked for S.H.I.E.L.D., brings her into S.H.I.E.L.D., and then kind of stays with her after S.H.I.E.L.D. is de- uh, dissolved and all that stuff. So our three heroes are now captured. Um, they have all of them tied up. This is a great scene where they obviously this is where we get the origin of Ghost. We get Larry Fit the, the reveal that Fishburne's been working with her, and then Hank starts to have a heart attack. And they like <laughs> he looks like he could have a heart attack at any minute. <laughs> like that's just the way he looks at this point in his life. Well, he's been carrying around this Altoid tin, and Paul Rudd think, keeps, keeps asking for one. He's like, and he no. takes it away, and, and you so think he, he's being like an ornery old man. No, I mean, okay, but in the he, first time where he's just like, get out of here, get out of here. You don't, you don't, no, you don't no, get to have no. one of my Altoids. You know something's <laughs> up. If you're, you, you, most people will catch on. The reason he's taken away is because there's something up with that. They're right. not Altoids, and so he keeps taking away from Scott, and so they, you know, they want you to think that, but it's clearly for another reason and so he pretends has a heart attack and everyone's like give him his pills he needs him he's gonna die and so this whole time uh lawrence fishburne's character again he's not everything he's doing is out of trying to help someone sure like sure he's he's helping this this girl because he found her as a young girl and he wants to cure her and help her but then also he doesn't want janet to die and he also doesn't want hank to die even though he doesn't like him right and so you can see the goodness in this character he's just trying to help people and so like when they lead you to believe that he was part of the ant-man team yeah like he he worked for shield he was goliath how i love that it's in the unfortunately it's in the trailer is the scene where he's like, how big did you get? Yeah. I he wish was, they hadn't put that in the I trailer. I wish they hadn't put down that trailer because it's a great line between the t- like the the two of them where he's right. like, I got 25. He's like, 62. Yeah. He's like, get out of here. But so when when Scott's daughter calls and he's tied up, oh he's God, like, it's 911. So it's, it's an emergency. <laughs> and it ends up being over soccer shoes, which yeah. anyone with kids <laughs> knows can understand that. that. It's, it's, it is a totally thing. legit. Yeah. But, but he could have, any villain would have just been like, break the phone and screw it. You right. know, but he gives him the phone to talk to his daughter because it's an emergency. <laughs> and then he gets the Altoid tin for Hank, who he, he hates, but he doesn't want to let him die. He's not a bad guy. And so it I ends, love the line where he's like, it was 911. Yeah. I thought it was an emergency. But he opens up the Altoid tin and, and here instantly the it's the ants it's that the it ants. grow to. I love the helper ants. You see them in the background working on things in the lab. <laughs> you see them. Uh, we Did we ever mention how Scott gets out of house arrest? Oh, There's, no, we did. One of the it's giant really, ants wears the, wears ankle, the bracelet ankle bracelet and recreates his routine. <laughs> he was like two I'm hours not, in the bathroom. My life isn't that boring. Yeah. And then they cut to like the ant playing the drums. Yeah. He's like, all right, maybe it is. sleeping <laughs> 12 hours a day, two hours in the bathroom, plus two hours of TV. What do you whatever, do for like? two hours in the bathroom? Yeah. He was like, it's my time. Yeah. Great, but you keep flashing back to this ant like playing drums. We should also say that while all of this is going on, you've got um, 
the guy who played Asian Jim mm-hmm. on The Office. He was he's also, so good. I think he practically steals. He steals. He every almost scene steals the movie. He, he steals every scene. He's, he's, on, he's on The Office. He's con- office. Yeah, he, I forget the act, the character's name, but most people refer to him as Asian Jim Halpert. Asian, okay. Yeah, but he was also Kim Jong Un sure. in um, the interview. The interview isn't he in Off the Boat or isn't that the? TV oh, he does. Yeah. Have a show. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been in a bunch Rand- of stuff. Randall Park is the actor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's he works a ton. He Fresh just had, Off the Boat is the TV show. Yeah, that. Is one of my favorite office gags of all time. Yeah, the Asian gym. The Asian yeah. gym. He's like, that's great, Dwight, that you don't see race. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Um, so he's constantly trying to catch Scott yeah. out of the house. It's so it, like there's a whole scene where Scott uh, in the very beginning where Scott and Cassie are going down the slide and Scott's foot goes through a fence and it accidentally sets off the you know that he had gone outside outside farther than he should have and then of course here come the feds i do like that judy greer is just like you don't have the right just to come here whenever you want and bobby cannavale is just kind of like no they do yeah <laughs> like everything that she's saying they don't have the right to do he's just like no they can do that it's okay yeah. <laughs> like it's the this is part of the thing so that he is constantly trying to catch scott and of course ant-man is seen on tv and Scott has to get it's what we said where Scott has to keep going back to the house to be like, no, I'm here. Um, and then so they 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 the ants the cut ants, their ropes. Right. And they, they surround they surround uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne and, and they have a, a pretty good fight scene with with Ghost again, um, which I actually like they use her abilities really well as well, too, um, where like they can't they have to time their punches where like she's not phased in and out. So it makes for a very interesting uh, fight sequence. And then they get away again, right? Mm-hmm. They they get away this time, and that's when they go visit uh, Janet. Or they, they're trying to find the coordinates and go through the time tunnel. They right, get to right, Janet. right, right. So we, that, that all gets squared away. They, they have two hours now. Right. So so Janet tells them that there's two hours to uh, they get the precise coordinates in the quantum realm to find her. But at this point in time, then Paul Rudd is like, uh, he's getting alerted. He has to be back at the house. Yeah, like they're coming. And so he's like, I got to leave. I'm sorry. And so of course he, they get all pissed. He en- yeah. And he ends up leaving them. And, and it's and also like he has to he's going to like if he doesn't go back to the house. He's going to jail for like fifteen years. Yeah. Like you can't be pissed at the like they're they're outlaws, so they don't like they don't have as much at stake because they're already wanted, whatever. But like he isn't, and so they get it. But they also know that Janet's life is at stake, and so it's just one of those conflicts where right. it's you know I think deep down they get it, but still they're leaving. He's leaving them, and he's the one that's supposed to go get her in the right. quantum realm. Right. So it's a it's a tricky situation. It is a little bit tricky. Yeah. So they get he gets back to the house. He has to Cassie and. Uh, Judy Greer and Bobby Cannavale kind of get there looking for Scott um, because they're trying to get Cassie's soccer shoes. Yeah. The FBI busts in. Right. And they're like, "You this again? You can't do this. And Cassie is like at the top of the steps, like playing playing interference. She goes in the bathroom and sees the ant taking a bath. So she knows <laughs> yeah. something's up. So she's she's delaying. And then finally, um, Randall Park just busts up. And, and she's like, there's and a lot of he's, he's, he's barfing. He's, he's barfing. There's a lot of barf. And he was like, like a lot. I've of, seen a like, lot worse. Wait, a lot. Like a lot. Of, like yeah. how much are we talking? Yeah. And then of course he walks up. Paul Rudd walks out of the bathroom, yeah. uh, and he plays it like he's sick. Uh, they leave, and this is a, another really touching scene between 
uh, Cassie and Scott where there's you know they're leaning up against the bed together and they're just she's how long just have like, you been Ant Man? And he was like, well, you know, not, not long, not long. Yeah. And she's like, you just need somebody to watch your back. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, d- I do need a partner. She's like, I was talking about me. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, oh. Well, you're always like you're always my partner. Like you're always gonna be my sidekick. It's nice writing because he's like, it's, it's and if really I did good. that, I would be the worst dad ever. Right, right. So, so then he has the change of heart where he has to. I do love that we know that we lost Anton in the first one. He's like, I'm gonna name you Antonio Banderas, <laughs> and of course we lose that one yeah. too. Um, that was a great scene. Is the seagulls with yeah. the flies? Yeah, we're that almost was, there. But so he looks on TV and they he finds out that Hank and Hope have been apprehended by the right, police. Right. Um, and it's is it it's because is this the time it's because of Luis or is that? Mm, I saw this movie like a Thursday night. So I'm trying to like yeah, there are bits too. and pieces that I'm trying to remember. Um, because he's trying to do that big pitch and he's having okay, trouble. Okay, OK, OK, OK. This is what it is. Uh he tells Luis where they are, yeah, where the building is. They're in the woods, in the mere woods, uh, off the, in the exact coordinates. This is where Bob, not uh, Walton Goggins and his crew come in. This is the great truth serum, yeah, debate. Yeah, so, like, I thought this was really game. funny. It's not a truth serum. It's a this. And he's like, yeah. yeah, right. So a truth serum is good. Yeah. So uh, he tells uh, Michael Pena tells um, Walton Goggins exactly where they are. Ghost is also in the building, so now Ghost knows exactly where to, where they're going. Confrontation here. Uh, the guy, there's like a the second in command for the feds is on Walton Goggins' payroll. So Walton Goggins calls the feds. Like it's a big mess here in the here in the woods. Uh, so they do get apprehended. Uh, Ghost gets the the lab. And then Walton Goggins is just like, I got nothing again. <laughs> like yeah. he he's constantly getting screwed. He's the he's the worst mob guy ever. Yeah. Because he like not only did he lose the money, he lost the part, and he's lost this lab like three times already. Yeah. He's the comic relief. He's an inadequate mob. Yeah. Which basically. is you know I just rewatched Tomb Raider, and it's like the 180 of that character. Yeah. Like it's just completely different. So. I kept thinking he was not Matthew McConaughey in the Tomb Raider. No, in this, in this? Yeah. I can see that. He, you know, there's a guy that I'm surprised they haven't tried to snatch up for some small little thing, like a, you know, like like a role like this or like yeah. the the uh, Martin, what's his name, Martin Freeman, Martin Freeman. Oh, part, I got gotcha. you. Know? A small Marvel role. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Be Maybe someday. Finally, kind of. Fun He's still day. making pretty big movies. So, is he? Yeah, like what? I mean, he's been in a lot of big movies. I just, I just think he's kind of like feels like he's not. Oh, he's cool. kind of in a bit of a slump again. That's what he I was, was thinking. In that yeah. gold movie that didn't do anything, which was fine. Yeah, but it didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. That's he true. has that movie Serenity coming out. It looks crazy. Oh, is he in something like Dirty? Dirty Who's in Joe? Magic Mike? The first one. He's a bad guy, right? He was yeah. like, yeah, the but guy that, that was during the, that was during the Macanasans. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he would have made a really good original Captain Marvel. Yeah, but they got. Jim I just, Bob. I just don't think he's doing side character work at this time. He's, That's he's not. True. He's not ready to take on side roles. He's, he's still trying he's to figure out why man. time is a flat circle. Yeah, every movie he's in, he's the so, leading man. Because so am I. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. So he does. We kind of get a, a throwback to the 
the breakout Especially in non-flat circles it's a ball it's a ball <laughs> yeah, yeah right. it's, uh we get it little, sounds deep until you really think about it right like, right but that's but yeah that's, when he say when i remember watching that scene i was just like man this is some serious stuff and then you go back and watch it like that doesn't make any sense yeah you're drunk <laughs> season two makes you rethink <laughs> season one it does like, it really does <laughs> maybe you guys didn't have it as much as i thought you did you had a good story going on until yeah, yeah right um, but we get a nice little throwback to the scene from the first one where Hank breaks out Scott, where in this one, Scott breaks out Hope and Hank. I do, you know, the, the suit, her suit pops up and he was like, hey, what about me? And of course, a little FBI gear pops up. He's like, all right. <laughs> and he, like same deal where like he's got ants that are crawling over the cameras so the camera can't see anything. Uh, they get out. And then th- does Luis have the van or does he have... Yeah, it's Luis in the van, because Luis feels bad that he kind of screwed this whole right. thing up. Uh, we get an amazing chase sequence. This is where you've got her um, flick, you know, in, dropping down in size and going under a car and making the, yeah. the van bigger and flipping the car over. Well, when they would shrink those cars down and then drive across town, I'm like, that would take days. It would take. It would, it's like a road trip. <laughs> right. Like, it would absolutely <laughs> be a road trip. Uh, this is where you get the Pez dispenser, where she goes out the back and she flicks it and makes it grow bigger and of course it takes out like three cars it's an awesome looking scene um they get the lab back and then they they're basically on the docks i guess is where they are like they don't really because this is where it's where tommy works (laughs) is gina yeah this girl right yeah Gina. Yeah, yeah right okay um so they go in and hank takes it upon himself he's like uh scott and hope are just like look We'll hold this is this is we're a team here. So like you go, we'll hold them off to give you enough to we'll hold off ghost. We'll hold off Walton Goggins we'll, until you can get in there and do your thing. So he goes and um, he kind of start. He gets in. He, we see that we had seen this in the first one where it, what the, the what the quantum realm looks like. Um, I do like that. He kind of loses his way for a little bit. And he has like those interactions with like this looks like something out of Guardians of the Galaxy with those weird sucker fish. Yeah. I don't know what else you would call them. like parasites or something. They're the microscopic yeah. weird. Yeah. And then he kicks back in. He goes into the quantum realm even further. This is where we Scott even warns him. He's like, look, man, it's messed up in there. Yeah. Like, your brain doesn't really know how to react to what's going I, on. I kept thinking like other than the fact that he's Michael Douglas, I'm like, put your helmet on. Shouldn't you have a helmet <laughs> traveling into this place? <laughs> I mean, you I, have an outfit with a helmet right. and you're in this weird thing, and like he doesn't no have it on one time. No helmet. Okay. It, I mean, that's true. I get they wanted to see him act, but I'm like, hmm, that's okay. fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, so he goes into the, and now he's into the, like he zeroes in on her location. He's like, I know you have to be around here somewhere. Uh, and his brain kind of starts to break where he sees you think he could be back in the real world, and there's Scott, and then there kind of starts. Pulling out, I liked like, it. He keeps turning. He keeps turning around to one of these people that we've seen from his past. Right, you and, see Larry Fishburne. Yeah. You see Hope uh, Evangeline Lilly and Scott Lang. Yeah, the the CG on Larry Fishburne again on the flashback. When oh, we find yeah, out the little sure, Ava sure. girl. They DH him, and he looks exactly like young Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. You know, it's crazy. It's, it's just insane to me, like how good that looks. Yeah, like yeah. It, you know, like that. Michelle how long Pfeiffer, until actors just start having it in their contract? You need to make me look like you a, need to make me look five years <laughs> younger, wow. ten years younger. It's like it, I remember I watched there was a that Landis move flick uh, into the night, and Michelle Pfeiffer is very has to be in her early twenties. She is stunning, 
And then the fact that they can capture that look with the the flashback to Janet in the eighties. Yeah, it's just like, so good it, night. Yeah, it's just so accurate. Feel sorry for people that are trying to date when that becomes a Snapchat <laughs> film. Oh, it already yeah. is. Yeah. People can already oh, really? people can already take pictures on Snapchat or whatever, and you, they can put makeup on people. It can de-age them. It can make them look old or young. Yeah, I mean, it already is out there. Yikes. It's, it's crazy what they could do with technology. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, so Adam she, already married. Yeah. Also, because, you know, I'm in love and stuff. Yeah. That, that old yeah. chestnut. Sure. Yeah. But at the last minute, Janet pulls him out. And right, she she walks up and she looks kind of like ghost. It's this mysterious she's cloaked got, figure. Yeah, she's got, she puts her hands to his head and she's able to pull him out of it. And we find out that the quantum realm has actually given her powers. Given it's her changed something. her into Ernest Angley. <laughs> What's that? A faith healer from the oh. oh yeah no, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So she she finds him and they buckle up and they they. I do like she takes the mask off and it's just yeah. like yep let's let's do this. Yeah, like, they make it mysterious, but of course you know it's her. But you oh, know they yeah, make it yeah. just this shadowy cloaked figure and it's her. You know it's you not see the a, red skull. Her you see half of a wasp wing broken. <laughs> Which broken I like that. Like, like I like that cool. her costume was messed. She's been up. gone for years. So right. It's like with the figure. What twenty years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, quantum makeup is incredible. <laughs> I'm telling you, she is a stunning woman. I, like, I, I think again, she's it's a movie. Beautiful. I just always find it funny when this character has been lost for thirty years or whatever, and she has perfect makeup and hair. <laughs> no, she, she would do a quantum Walgreens. Yeah, right. right. It's, 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 she has a, she has a quantum hairstylist. Quantum Ulta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she looks. I mean, for being stuck in there, she looks great. But she anyway. does. so they get out. They yeah. they they wait. They have to wait for the the lab to expand and finally they do it let the last this is where they expand on the docks okay with tommy and gina on the right. bay no with tommy and gina wrong pop yeah. music <laughs> reference oh okay but yeah so this is where we get giant so walton goggins has the uh the small lab and he gets on you know he he thinks he's gotten away he's on a ferry he's on a ferry and he's just kind of like you know waving at scott and scott becomes giant man and uh which was great. Like he comes up out of the water. It, yeah. What was the They're whale watching? Yeah. Oh, look, oh, look we're at already going to catch one. The guy's like, what is that? And you see it overhead and his feet look like fins. He's got them together. <laughs> yeah. really what funny. was the, what was the Muppet movie where animal? Oh, and uh, it's the very first one. The, it is, the a, it is the first one where the, yeah, he becomes giant at the yes. end. Yeah. yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I think it's where, the first one. Where like he it comes is. up yeah. over the, the it's ship right movie. and he's massive. and they only had to make like half of an animal because it's like clearly his head is inside of a building so like they only had to create half the puppet like yeah they don't yeah. create a huge right, body right, right. or anything yeah so he kind of like plucks the 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 lab away from what and like flicks him yeah and of course he falls Knocks backwards him over yeah so he but we find out that it like if when he gets that big, he passes out. Yeah, he's he's bigger than whatever the record was. I said earlier, he's double sixty five feet. I think yeah. is what he said he yeah. got up to. And he's yeah. like, I slept for three days straight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he gets the, he's, he's getting kinda, very sleepy. Like, I'm just gonna like close my eyes for five minutes, <laughs> but he's in the ocean, so yeah. he falls over. But he kind of like drops the 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 lab, and it expands, yeah. and then we've get we got um, Hank and Janet come, can make it back at this point. He falls. He falls asleep. Like he doesn't die or anything. Like, but he just he passes out. And but he's underwater and he right. has limited oxygen. So, so hope dives in and yeah. shrinks him back and then brings him back up. Yeah. Uh, and they're definitely like back together at this yeah. point. Like they've already made out. Uh, and then all of our kids. So we've got Hank and Janet and Hope and Scott, and they kind of go up against Ghost. Uh, and Janet does her little mind meld thingy and fixes her. And she was, and of course they 
that's kind of where that ends. Like we've got all of our characters are here. Um, he has to race back to the house now because that's right. That's right. He, Randall Park's been watching Giant Man on TV. It's so like <laughs> we got him. They go and they kick down the door. They've well, got they him. they do the weird thing with like the suit. Where like he's yeah. he's standing like the the giant man it's expands a giant the suit. suit on the building <laughs> yeah. and so they're like he's all like, right we've got you shrink, Scott come down yeah and, <laughs> and then it deflates and you see him running off in, in his, his underwear. underwear and boots you know running back to the house and so yeah he's able to really quickly get, he's back on his drums playing and <laughs> so like, <good>. nothing happened <laughs> and and they unlock him he's off house arrest yep. so and that's it and that's that's kind of where you know everybody's happy and they can all play and go out yeah he picks up his daughter the next right. day out of the house and so yeah it's they, really they, nice. i do like that they go I, it's a really cute scene where it's it's hope and scott and cassie and they're watching ant or them they're watching them on like a laptop oh yeah but they're doing kind of like a drive-in kind of thing Did they watch a robert downey jr movie in this movie well they're watching a movie maybe when he's on house arrest and i feel like oh, it was robert downey jr in the movie they're watching just as a funny what, i don't know I don't know what the movie was, but I just didn't know if anyone caught it. No, but they're, in the end, they're watching the. It's it, that's a good. I love those. I love the because I it was even watching. I'm like, where do you find a drive-in showing a movie from this era? <laughs> exactly. And then they pull back, and I'm like, okay, fair enough, fair enough. You got me. Yeah. They're well lined done. up with all the like micro machines, and they're in a car shrunken size on right. a laptop. It's great. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and then the credits roll for a little bit, and then we get a a, a mid-credit sequence where. Uh, Scott is going back into the quantum realm. He's going to get some of the energy to help Ghost. So it's, and I like how they again because Ghost isn't a traditional villain. They're just like, and, and and Janet wants to help her because she has motivation. She wasn't evil. She was desperate. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I mean. There is no real villain of this movie. And so Janet helps her. And I like how Lawrence Fishburne's like, I'm not leaving you. You know, I, I'm I'm yeah, I've been trying true. to help yeah. you. He's like, I'm never gonna. Yeah. I'm and not. so that's really nice how they tie that up and it and it makes sense. But yeah, they're going and they're trying to collect this energy. I guess to continue her treatment. Right. I don't know if that's an ongoing thing. Like she's gonna need that forever or you don't really get clued in but that's why know. he's in the quantum realm again so he collects the thing and he's can having can you imagine the copay on that massive yeah. especially now yeah good lord what you do uh, is you just get a dollar and you you, you supersize it <laughs> yeah, it's bigger dollar now right yeah. yeah um so he's in the he's inside the quantum realm he's like all right guys i, f- I filled it up let's go bring me back guys hello this yeah. isn't funny. At this and point, it, I'm like, oh, they're all. And gone. then it cuts back, and then they're all dust. Yeah, yeah. that As just ties it. Ties it. We, we should also mention into Infinity War that right before this, that XCon is now highly in demand. Yes, because they're they they're they seen on TV, the right. and and they were seen as these security experts that were in charge of trying to get going the building on. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, and that's I think I like I said I think it's a mistake. I think this is their best mid credit sequence or in you know. Yeah, this is their best one in a yeah. long time. Yeah, it is really good. Uh, I think it's a mistake to get rid of Evangeline Lilly, so you can add another female to the team because she was so good. in Like this. Infinity War Part Two would have been nice to have her have added her, to have, have 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 her and Scott join the team. Yeah, um, but but now we know that they're all gone. So yeah, and I guess he won't get out in time for Part Two because he's no. There's he's no way stuck, he's going to so get out he's unless there's get some. Out. He's a, he's on the poster. Oh really? He's like on Hawkeye. Oh yeah. He's well, ca- he comes oh, so back. I wonder how he's going to get out. No there. idea. Because they've disappeared, so this is happening concurrently with Infinity War. Right. So someone's going to have to get him out of the quantum realm. Right. I don't know what character would do that. Mm, Doctor Strange? Maybe. I'm just wondering we have from no comics idea. lore, but the, who would do that? You would know. Can Strange Captain Marvel would, do that? Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain Marvel, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know Like I don't know what they're going to do with her as yeah. far as her origin is or she her cosmic? powers. 
She's cosmic. Yeah. yeah. yeah so she sure. can travel to different realms. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know okay. about the shrinking part. Yeah. though. That's the thing. Okay. Um, and then there's an end credit scene where I just I, I'm going to start leaving the theater before these. I don't mind I, a little jokey. End I know, but, but it's you like hate I, to wait all that I wait time. the yeah. whole time, and it's the ant playing the drums. Right. Like I at least want something a little more. It could be a joke, but like a little more. But it literally was just a gag. It wasn't yeah. a right, tie right, in, right. you know. So, but yeah, I, that's now we're done. We're out. No more Marvel movies until next wow. year. Wow. Uh, all we have to look forward to is Aquaman. Aquaman. It's the next superhero movie. That's it. Well, Skyscraper. That'll be a superhero movie okay. of, a di- of a different kind. Okay. Yeah. And that, I, I think this is really good. Like, it's, it's, uh, it is lighter in tone, which needed to happen. It's that, it's that comic book issue, uh, that gives you a little bit of a breather bet- between, like, heavy issues. Uh, and I, th- the Peyton Reed has figured out, and Marvel has figured out the Ant Man, which is mm-hmm. crazy to me. Yeah. That this character has two movies. And he's been in three, mm-hmm. right? He's been in three. Yeah, yeah. Like it's Ant Man. Nobody, you know. <laughs> like it's just, it's yeah. it's insane to me that, and it's not the Hank Pym Ant Man. It's the Scott List. Yeah. It's Ant Man Two. I mean, I think you have to give Edgar Wright a lot of Absolutely credit who you developed do. it yep. for a decade before it came out, and then also uh, what's his face you mentioned earlier, Adam McKay. Yeah. was supposed to direct it and yeah. Peyton Reed took over. So I think I think both those guys, I mean you can thank Adam McKay for a lot of the humor, Edgar Wright for the style, you know, the the quirky kind of tone which This is an Edgar Wright movie it's Simon Pegg. Yeah. Uh if it, and then I think Adam McKay probably brought probably brought on Paul Rudd. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of I can definitely see that. So they set the tone, but yeah, I mean but Peyton Reed does a great job and especially with the sequel to a movie that like we mentioned he's this kind of c-list character and D-list. the first one was really fun it, it did okay at the box office and now this one opens even bigger uh, that's really a testament to you know what they did with the character in the first one and how fun this one is i mean it's right. gonna have great word of mouth everyone i know that's seen it loved it yeah it was it was it was it was fun like was that was a fun, it was movie. A fun it, movie this was the perfect summer movie yes this is a movie that you don't have to think too much about you didn't have to see 19 other movies like you could watch this on its own i believe mm-hmm. and be okay yeah. you know it doesn't tie in that i don't much. know maybe you mean like i don't you know, know if you really fully get that who mid credit c- scene to- yeah well yeah but who, or the, or the relationship half between the people the don't even stay for those you know right. i mean i mean to understand to, to understand what's going on in this movie you yeah. don't I, need to see you, you just read it as a cliffhanger it's insane yeah. to me that people get up and leave at this Espe- point, at, yeah. Well, totally. Even at this movie, yeah. like you know what happened yeah. in the last movie, totally right. You know, like you've got five more characters that yeah. are still They've here. Spent a decade establishing <laughs> they're gonna show you something <laughs> right. at the end credits, yeah. right? And you know, it's I funny they made a reference to the Muppet movie because the Muppet movie, I believe, is the first like mainstream film that with a po- with a post credit scene. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. What was it? Uh, at the end, uh, uh, c- crap. What's the big giant Muppet? Uh, oh, oh, the big. Oh, Sweetums? Sweetums. Yes. I kept thinking Gossamer no, from Looney Tunes. That's where but, I was going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gossamer is what I was but thinking of. Sweetums uh, crashes uh, through, because he's trying to make it to Hollywood. Yes, he's you're seen, right. He's, he's running like, after Did him. I make it? And he like crashes in at the end, but it's at the that's very right. end of the credits. But that's like, right. I think there's like one like smaller, like almost like a 60s era art house movie. But I believe the Muppet movie is the first that's like funny. major nice. motion picture with a post credits scene. And now Disney owns yeah. that. Yes, they do. They always yeah. leave Sweetums behind. Poor Sweetums. Poor Sweetums. He just has to go get his briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I, don't you know by now the guy's just going to get his case and he'll be right there? You know he's sweet. That's right. Yeah, that's right. very sweet. And so that's, I think this is, is, is this the end of phase three? Or is part two the end of phase three? I would think part two. Okay. 
And then, so we've only got one more movie left in this phase, and it comes. Yeah. I mean, unless they consider an Avengers movie to kick off Phase Four, but I don't think so. I whatever think, happens, I think in Phase f- Avengers is, is going to close out, set and up, then, yeah, and yeah, whatever Phase exactly. Four is going to be. We're going to know who all the new heroes are for Phase I Four. Guarantee you, Phase Four will be the Fantastic Four. Oh. The, fa- the Fantastic Four will be in Phase Four. Oh. Yes, oh, that makes sense. Yes, the or Fantastic Phase Four. The Fantastic. If they were smart, they would try to do some post-credit sequence where, at the end of Avengers, there's some reference to them coming. They've got it locked up this, by then. They got to yeah. wrap this deal up. Oh, I guess yeah. that's true. That's fair. The ink yeah, isn't I mean, dry yet. Yeah, that's they true. still got to get it signed off on government approval, all that. So. Yeah, there it is. So, uh, Man on the Wasp. Cool. I guess that's uh, that for this one. It. I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And, of course, uh, you can subscribe to Show Spoilers, where we have finished the entire season two for Westworld. And then, of course, check out Joe and myself on Patreon. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Uh, you can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers. Don't forget our Patreon account at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers where you get uh, .5 episodes and all sorts of things uh, for just as little as $5 a month. If you want to give us more, we'll take it. Yeah, $5 cool. or more gets you an, a bonus episode each week. Yeah. That's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, Cutter rebels against Mandible and helps Z. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.